Welcome to Dreamful Podcast, bedtime stories for slumber. A lot of work goes into the making of this show, and if you find value in it and would like to help support the creation of Dreamful Podcast, please visit patreon.com slash dreamfulpodcast. As little as $1 a month will give you access to a bonus episode, and patrons who pledge on the higher tiers receive additional bonus content and other goodies. So again, that's patreon.com slash dreamfulpodcast. Tonight, I will tell you the story of Pecos Bill. Pecos Bill is one of the most famous American folk heroes, and many cowboys in the Old West would sit around the campfire and tell each other tall tales. These are tales and legends that were used to pass the time, and the stories often became more and more outrageous with each telling. It is an adventurous and silly story, and I hope you enjoy it. The music in tonight's episode is by my good friend Benjamin Woods Meyer from Washington State. He's an incredible musician, and I'm so thankful that he was eager to contribute to this episode. So snuggle up in your blankets and have sweet dreams. Bill was born the youngest of 18 children in East Texas, and though he was the youngest, he was the most peculiar. You see, Bill was so strong and tough that as a baby, his ma gave him a knife instead of a teething ring to chew on. One day, while Bill was outside playing with some wild animals, Bill's pa came running up to the house in a huff. A neighbor had moved in nearly 50 miles away, and it was too crowded, so they had to move. Bill's folks and the whole lot of children 
packed everything into a covered wagon and headed west. The journey was long and hard, and the children were so loud and fussy that they sounded like a roaring thunderstorm rolling through the land. In fact, they were fighting and hollering so much that when the wagon hit a rock at the Pecos River and poor little Bill fell out, no one had even noticed. Bill sat at the riverbed, watching as the wagon with his family in it traveled farther and farther away until it was just a speck in the distance. Bill turned to look around him and noticed a coyote sniffing at his hair. Startled, the coyote growled. Bill growled back, then pet her on the head. The coyote liked Bill and decided to bring him back home to raise with her pups. The coyotes taught Bill how to roam the prairies and howl at the moon. Pretty soon, he could run on all fours and hunt lizards just like any of them. Seventeen years had gone by, and Bill was out hunting by the Pecos River when he spotted something strange. He squinted at the figure approaching in the sun. A cowboy on a horse rode up to Bill and looked him up and down, surprised to see a naked man in the desert. Howdy, said the cowboy, still eyeing Bill. Now, what is a feller like you doing naked as the day you were born in the wilderness? I ain't a feller, said Bill. I'm a coyote. How so? asked the cowboy. Well, I got fleas, said Bill. Nah, we all got fleas, said the cowboy. Look here, coyotes have bushy tails, four paws, and are covered in fur. You ain't no coyote, you're a man like me. Bill looked at his hands that weren't paws. He turned and tried to find his tail that wasn't there. Then he felt his arms that weren't covered in fur. For the first time ever, Bill realized that he was, in fact, a man. Well, shoot, sighed Bill. I've only ever known how to be a coyote. I don't know how to be a man. The cowboy threw some clothes to Bill and told Bill he'd teach him to be a cowboy. At first, Bill hated the itchy clothes. He also didn't understand why people used forks and knives when you can just eat with your hands. But eventually, Bill became just as good a cowboy as any of them, and became known as Pecos Bill, since he was found that day down by the Pecos River. Now, some time has passed, and Pecos Bill was riding his horse up in the foothills, when suddenly, a great mountain lion leapt out of the brush. 
This scared Bill's horse so badly that he bucked Bill straight off and ran away. The mountain lion charged at Bill, but Bill was too fast and strong for the mountain lion. He jumped right onto the mountain lion's back and rode it like a bucking bronco. That cat was so mad, it thrashed around and twisted to bite Bill, but he was having so much fun. He held onto the mountain lion with one hand and waved his cowboy hat in the air with the other. The mountain lion did everything it could to get Bill off his back, but eventually was tamed. Pulling a big cactus from the ground, Bill took all the needles out of it and from it fashioned a saddle for the mountain lion. Bill once again rode off in the foothills. They weren't riding for long before the mountain lion stopped and growled loudly at something behind some rocks. Bill climbed off the mountain lion to take a look at what had scared it so badly. Then, a 50-foot rattlesnake rose up from the rocks, rattling its tail as its long tongue flicked in the air. Pecos Bill laughed at the snake, and the snake lunged at Bill, opening its mouth to show its long fangs. Grabbing the snake by the neck, Bill squeezed the snake with his bare hands and pinned it down to the ground. Bill squeezed the snake so hard that he squeezed the mean right out of it until it purred like a kitten. You'll do fine for a lasso, said Bill, and he rolled the snake around his arm and climbed back onto the mountain lion to go home. When Bill arrived back at the cowboy ranch, all the cowboys were stunned to see him on the back of the mountain lion with a giant snake on his arm. But as soon as Bill jumped off the big cat, it chased the cattle around, and Bill had to send it back into the desert. Bill needed a horse, but he didn't want just any horse. He had had his eyes on a wild mustang the cowboys called Widowmaker. Many cowboys had tried to ride Widowmaker, but were bucked off the instant they were able to jump on its back. The young Mustang had a wild spirit and could outrun any horse on the prairie. In fact, Widowmaker was the only horse Pecos Bill couldn't outrun. He wanted the horse so bad that he rigged up a giant slingshot. Bill leaned his back into the slingshot and walked back, 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 until it was pulled tight. He lifted his feet up off the ground and whizzed up in the air, high over the cactus below, and landed right in front of Widowmaker. The horse was so stunned when Pecos Bill landed in front of him that he stopped dead in his tracks. The only thing is, Widowmaker had been running so fast that when he stopped, his hooves were stuck deep in the mud. Bill leapt upon the Mustang's back and pulled his mane up so hard that the horse was freed from the mud. This made Widowmaker madder than a wet hen and he took off with Pecos Bill into the wilderness. Pecos Bill rode Widowmaker for a whole week in and out of canyons, over the hills, and through the desert. At last, the Mustang grew tuckered out, 
and Pecos Bill declared that they were partners from then on. Then came the year of the great drought. The roaring rivers shriveled up, the cactus browned in the sun, and the coyotes even stopped howling due to their throats being so dry. One day, while Pecos Bill was looking across the plains, the red desert dust began to swirl in the hot sun. Winds picked up and Bill saw a cyclone forming in the distance. Bill climbed onto Widowmaker and set off chasing the tornado. As they were tearing across the land, a lightning bolt touched down next to Bill. It quivered there, just long enough for Bill to jump from Widowmaker's back onto the lightning as it whipped him right up into the sky. When Bill was high enough to touch the tornado's shoulders, he dropped down, landing on its back. By this time, everyone was watching as Pecos Bill rode the tornado, swinging his rattlesnake lasso in the air. Bill had wrapped his legs around the cyclone's belly and squeezed so hard it began to pant. Then Bill swung his rattlesnake around Cyclone's neck and pulled so hard that it began to spit out all the rain it had inside. For miles below, all the people, jackrabbits, lizards, and coyotes lifted their heads as the rain fell down upon their faces. There was so much rain falling down that some opened their mouths until their thirst was entirely quenched. Pecos Bill brought the tornado down with such force, it created a giant crack in the earth that you can still see to this day. They later called it the Grand Canyon. Sometime later, Bill was watering Widowmaker down at the Rio Grande when he heard whooping and hollering. He looked up and was stunned to see a beautiful cowgirl riding a giant catfish while she shot patterns into the clouds with a pistol. Her name was Slewfoot Sue. Pecos Bill just knew Slewfoot Sue was the right gal for him. He proposed to her right there on the spot. When she agreed to marry him, he was so overjoyed that he shot all the stars out of the sky as a wedding present. As it would happen, their wedding day was the very next day. Folks came from all around to see Pecos Bill and Slewfoot Sue get hitched. After all, they were the perfect match. Sue could ride, rope, and shoot near as good as Bill. For her wedding day, Sue wanted to ride Widowmaker to the chapel, and Bill figured it was fine, because if anyone could ride Widowmaker, it was his bride-to-be. That evening, Sue rode up in her beautiful white wedding dress, and the cowboys began to shoot in the air and holler in celebration. The ruckus spooked Widowmaker so much that he suddenly began to buck and hop around. He bucked Sue off, and she flew so high that when she landed down on her steel bustle, it launched her clear up to the moon. Sad as could be, 
Pecos Bill Mountain Widowmaker and rode off into the wilderness. For the rest of his life, he surely had many more great adventures as he traveled up to the forests of Canada and back down to the coasts of Mexico. He'd sometimes stop and spend time with the coyotes, telling them his story and troubles and how the love of his life was taken too soon. Every now and again, folks swore they could hear Pecos Bill howling at the moon, singing his love to Slewfoot Sue.